We're talking netball predictably on the programme now, and we go off now to the uh, big cheese, the Grand Fromage, the CEO of the Sunshine Coast Lightning, Danielle Smith, joins the programme. I suppose first up, Danielle, must be very, very happy uh, over there on the Sunshine Coast, but a little torn because, of course, the Australian's the one that got uh, vanquished in that final. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, it was really, it was really, uh, yeah, heart-wrenching stuff to watch. On the one hand, obviously, going for the Australian Diamonds, um, but on the other, just have uh, you know such admiration for for Nolene and Laws that uh, um, you know just so thrilled for them coming away with the win. So um, yeah, it was it was it was uh, just mixed feelings, I suppose. I was you know happy but also sad at the same time. <laughs> of course, you'd know full well, wouldn't you, Danielle, the effect that Nolene Totua has on on her team and her stable. So probably not of a great a great deal of surprise to you to see what she's done in the space of what a year. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, Nolene, Nolene goes in to, to win. Um, she's uh, highly competitive and she has um, just a, you know, such a, a great confidence in herself, um, just a self-assuredness. It, it's not arrogance by any stretch. Um, it's just a real uh, confidence in what she's able to achieve. So, yeah, I definitely wasn't surprised, um, uh, you know, and as you could see, New Zealand building through the whole tournament, um, and also, you know, the other um, competitions leading up to it, um, you could always uh, see that New Zealand would be a real force coming in. What do you think her strong hand is here? Is it athlete management? Is it the, the white ball, the X's and O's, if you want to use a basketball term? Where, where do you think she actually stands out? Uh, I think she stands out. She's just such an engaging person. So she has a real connection with her players. Um, she, you know, develops, uh, their trust and builds their confidence, um, but she also, um, you know, just works with them to get the best out of themselves. But also um, does it in a way where they have to think a lot for themselves, um, rather than her um, sort of, you know, telling them everything to do. And I think that's, you know, that's obviously what you need when you're out on court because uh, she's not there to to tell you what to do if you get into a uh, pressure situation and that sort of thing. So she's really about building, um, you know, the ability in the players to be able to handle situations themselves and think for themselves on court um, in a, you know, obviously in a pressure situation with limited time. So I think that's where she's got such a, a strong point. Um, and, um, yeah, the players will just are just always thinking themselves how they can improve, um, you know, what they can do better next time, looking at the player themselves and, and doing self-analysis. You said she's not on the court, but you've got such a strong relationship with another one of your players, Laura Langman. Um, I suppose mm. Laura's like like Nolene on court. I don't think you can underestimate the power of the relationship that those two have. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, they go back a long way. And, um, uh, you know, Laura's been in, um, you know, been under the Nolan's tutelage um, in, in a few teams. So, yeah, they've, they've got a really strong connection. Um, I think, you know, it's almost like a mother-daughter at times. So, um, yeah, that, that obviously um, was such a, a great advantage going into the World Cup for New Zealand. And, um, you know, Laura's leadership is outstanding and um, she just has such a, a high standard with everything she does. She's, you know, the, the person that um, she's the benchmark um, that everyone looks up to and, 
um, tries to emulate around training regimes and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, a formidable, formidable force, the two of them. <laughs> Danielle Smith joins us. Uh, she's the Sunshine Coast Lightning CEO. How beneficial do you think it's been for New Zealand Netball and the Silver Ferns to actually be able to have a coach from the Australian competition and players as well? How much do you think that's strengthened them leading into this tournament? Uh, yeah, it definitely would have helped, obviously. Um, I think... Um, you know, for, for for Laura playing in the the SSN competition, um, I think she sort of, um, you know, readily says that that's strengthened her as a player. Um, she's obviously playing with, uh, you know, most of the players that were in the World Club, um, or a lot of them, um, play in the SSN. So um, that's also that's obviously really helpful. Um, yeah, I think obviously Nolene's been able to um, learn and understand the Australian gameplay, which um, you know can be quite different to the New Zealand style at times. So, yeah, but you know at the same time, um, the benefits are there for um, you know the Australian coach and, and and the other teams as well. So, um, you know they're also getting to see um, you know the World Cup players week in week out and either coach against them or. Um, you know, have some sort of interaction and, and regular analysis uh, of their game. I suppose the big question now moving forward, sorry, Danielle, is that um, is what happens now with, with Nolene and, and Laura contracts? I think Nolene's uh, with you until the end of the season when he got five round robin games to go and then beyond that. Yeah. Have you had any discussions with her around retaining her services? Do you have any idea what she wants to do? Uh, look, we've, we've obviously had a few discussions, but um, we've really uh, allowed Nolene to concentrate on the World Cup and um, and it was always sort of our, our plan that we'd um, work through that in, in more detail once she got back. Um, same same for, for Laws, um, uh, just see where, where she's at at the end of the World Cup. So, yeah, looking forward to having them back and, um, yeah, we'll get on to that. <laughs> Do you have a want, though, to keep both of those, uh, the coach and the player, with the team in the next couple of years? Oh, look, obviously, the, yeah, in, in a perfect world, we'd, we'd love to have them almost forever. But, um, <laughs> you know, the, we know the reality is that uh, uh, at some point there's there's going to be a change. So uh, we'll just work with them um, uh, to, you know, work through what's what's uh, going to work for, for themselves and their families. And, um, yeah, and hopefully hopefully we'll secure them again. I'm interested in your relationship with, with Netball New Zealand and, and how you've worked that, the fact that uh, you've had a coach and a player who have obviously gone away for, for a World Cup and just generally how that's worked for the both of you, for Netball New Zealand and for the Sunshine Coast Lightning, uh, having a, a player and a coach who are integral in the uh, Silver Ferns team, yet they are obviously being paid by you. Has that been reasonably easy to maintain and if it were to carry on in a similar vein do you think uh look it's been it's been really good i think i mean uh we've we've got a great relationship with netball new zealand and um we've all been always been you know quite honest um and transparent with one another um so i guess we've developed that through through the course of this year um, and obviously towards the end of last year as, as that all came to fruition. So um, we, we um, you know, in working through that agreement, um, you know, um, I guess worked together to, uh, to look at how the schedule for the whole year would work, but we we're also both quite flexible um, that if, if things changed or that became um, a priority for for Lightning or a variety for New Zealand um, at unexpected times that we would um, work together to to come up with a solution. So I think um, it's it's worked fairly seamlessly actually. Um, obviously the the timings worked out really well. So 
Uh, Noel hasn't had to, you know, that she hadn't had to miss any lightning games along the way. Um, it's going to be challenging coming back, as it will for, for all players involved in the the World Cup coming back into the SSN. You know, they've got to play again on, on Saturday. And so, you know, they're coming back from a long haul flight and um, they've also played, you know, eight matches in 10 days. So pretty much played half a season in a week. So, um, yeah, that's going to be our biggest challenge, I think, is um, is uh, integrating them back in, into our program and um, managing their workload um, and that sort of thing because they're obviously uh, coming off, off such a high workload and, um, we've got to manage that uh, for the remaining five rounds. And finally, uh, Daniel Smith, the the effect on Australian netball uh, being beaten in an absolutely thrilling match, though, but being beaten by New Zealand. What's what's that saying about New, uh, Australian netball? How satisfied are you about their team, the Diamonds, moving forward? Oh, look, I think it was you know the, the results across the board have been fantastic for netball, like. Um, you know, there's so much improvement in all the teams. Uh, netball's really strong. It's it's highly competitive. Um, anyone can win any match, and I, I think that's only uh, great for the sport. So I, I think it's a positive, um, not a positive. They lost, of course, but um, it, it's you know you can see there's only you know a goal between them in in both matches, uh, the New Zealand ones and and all the other semi-finals, and and some of those preliminaries were really close too. So. Um, yeah, I think, you know, the future is, is really bright for, for all teams. I'd expect a term like that coming from the CEO of the Sunshine Coast at Lightning. Very bright indeed. Danielle Smith, thank you very much for your time and words. Great pleasure.